and welcome to KaneCast, a podcast that provides commentary on the economy and financial markets by the Kane Anderson Rudnick Investment Management Team. Hello, this is Jordan Greenhouse, Managing Director with Kane Anderson Rudnick. And with me today, I have John Christensen, Senior Portfolio Manager of the Kane Anderson Rudnick Midcap Core Portfolio. John, thank you for your time today. John, the third quarter of 2022 saw continued levels of heightened volatility, especially as we move deep into the September months. Can you discuss some of the key drivers that drove these returns? Of course. Yeah, it, it has been an interesting year so far, and and volatile is a good way to describe the Russell Midcap Index so far this year, as there have been five negative months and four positive ones, with many periods experiencing gyrations between positive and negative month to month. You know, as we moved through the year, investors have worried about everything from inflation to war to supply chain delays to recession fears to hurricanes to whether Aaron Judge's home run record of 62 is legitimate or not. It feels like Q2 was a period where investors were most concerned about a recession since it indeed was showing up in the numbers. GDP was falling and lower quality stocks began to act like they normally do though the energy as a sector was still outperforming the others. So after seeing the Russell Midcap decline almost 17% in Q2, the volatility continued and accelerated into Q3. Uh, you know, as July saw a recovery from the brutal Q2 numbers with the Russell Midcap increasing almost 10% in that month, August took a breather and was lower by 3% as the summer doldrums hit. But September, which has a history of being weak, lived up to its billing by going lower by over 9.3%. When looking at the overall attribution in Q3, energy and industrials were the two sectors that held up the best. In fact, the only two that were positive. So indeed, when you look at the metrics between low and high quality, it was skewed towards lower quality in the quarter overall. When looking at statistics, including beta and balance sheet strength, so the volatility in the market that we saw really did show up in those lower quality memes doing better, which is historically what has happened. John, would you walk us through some of the names that detracted most from the portfolio's performance during the quarter? And in addition to that, maybe provide us with some insight of some of the names that contributed most positively. In terms of detractors from the portfolio in the quarter, they were Azenta, West Pharmaceutical, Domino's Pizza, Cooper Companies, and Zebra Technology. Let's take a moment to talk about Domino's. So Domino's is the largest pizza chain in the world. The company is predominantly a franchisor of the Domino's pizza brand, and the restaurant is strategically positioned as a value-based restaurant option. Currently, the business is experiencing pressures from labor availability, but we believe the business is likely to benefit from inflationary forces on the end customer's budget as a value-based food restaurant brand. You know, discussing the, the positive contributors to Midcap Core in Q3, they were Aspen Technology, Ross Stores, LPL Financial, Lamb Weston, and Heiko. Regarding Aspen, you know, Aspen Technology engages in the provision of asset optimization solutions. It develops its applications to design and optimize processes across the engineering, manufacturing, and supply chain, as well as asset performance management areas. A previously announced merger closed in May that we think will contribute several adjacent software businesses, including one in grid technology. 
We view the transaction as a net positive, given Aspen's strong track record of being able to optimize a software business for profitability and modest growth. John, last question. As we move into the fourth quarter, what are some of the key considerations you're evaluating from a portfolio perspective? As we move into Q4, inflation and supply chain issues continue to impact markets and the ongoing Russia-Ukraine conflict, which has only added to the uncertainties and enhanced volatility. The Fed has continued to ratchet up interest rates to control the speed of inflation while trying not to trigger a hard landing recession. So the economy is poised for weakness. I don't think anyone can deny that. The question is, how severe will it be and how long does it endure? The markets have clearly seen these issues and responded with another down quarter. So if the market is seeing a recession ahead, we believe we are well positioned to ride out the turbulence. Our goal is to find solid companies with business models that can react and persevere in reaction to these pricing pressures and volatility by creating and maintaining competitive moats. These are companies that can pass through their pricing while maintaining high customer retention through the value add of their products to their customers. So in our view, these strong revenue characteristics should mitigate some of the heavy impact that they are seeing in profits from these higher input costs. This means we need to have patience and diligence in researching these companies while monitoring our existing holdings for changes in their structural investment stories, especially now. But our mandate is clear and consistent as we focus on high quality businesses that we believe should outgrow their markets over the long term and take advantage of this market volatility. John, as always, thank you very much for the insight you provide our listeners, and we look forward to future conversations. You have just listened to KaneCast, hosted by Jordan Greenhouse. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Spotify. For more of our investing insights, head over to our website, www.kane.com. KaneCast is the official podcast series of Kane Anderson Rednick Investment Management. This material is provided as a matter of general information and is not intended to be relied upon as a forecast or research. The opinions expressed herein are those of the speakers and are not necessarily the opinions of CAR or its affiliates, are current as of the date and time of the recording, and are subject to change at any time due to changes in market or economic conditions. The information and opinions contained in this material are derived from proprietary and non-proprietary sources deemed by CAR to be reliable and are not necessarily all-inclusive. CAR does not guarantee the accuracy or completeness of this information. This communication should not be construed as an offer or solicitation to purchase or sell any security. Individuals should consult with a qualified financial professional before making any investment decisions. Reliance upon information in this material is at the sole discretion of the listener. To the extent any performance is discussed, past performance is not indicative of future results.